0: Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to JC and the Disciples. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I am talking to JC from JC and the Disciples. JC,
1: how are you doing? I'm doing great, Chuck. Thanks so much for having me today.
0: Hey, thank you so much uh you sent me the tune uh i think it's the the newest tune you have out called deception and yeah I, yeah i was checking it out and i was like i love the you know kind of uh, to me i thought of like tom petty um i thought of the black crows i thought of bob Seeger and i thought wow this is really cool and i thought i gotta talk to you you know and get the story so thanks thanks again for being on this on the show
1: it's it's truly my pleasure and my honor anytime anybody gets into what we're doing um I'm thrilled I'm thrilled and to make the comparisons between the artists you just named I'm I'm honored thank you that's very kind
0: yeah so um you know I always like to kind of go back and you know get the the origin story for the band so so how did JC and the disciples come to be
1: uh the disciples kind of came out of a um a recording project So I, um, I'm a singer songwriter and have been since a long time, (laughs) (laughs) a very long time. (laughs) Um, And uh, well, in a nutshell, just like, you know, all transparency, I had had a a, a crazy tragedy trauma in my uh, family. Um, uh, And, Uh, being the singer songwriter guy that i am and always drifted towards that as my solace um, started writing about that particular situation not directly you know that's a whole conversation about writing but um uh, started working on all these pieces and um, i'm trying to think of the Yeah. Okay. So the the next thing that happened was during that process of writing, which was, this was 2014 when the crazy went down around 2015, 16, I was just, you know, it was just flowing out because I, I, and I'll tap on this for a second about writing is I'm not in, I'm not in control of when the melody or the song hits me. And I'm sure a lot of people that that's uh, being songwriters or creatives or they tend to get hit with a moment of uh, uh the divine yeah. touch of like you you get in the moment and um you you got to write it down right so um I'm just stuff's just kind of pouring out of me at at that particular point in time and I thought you know because I've recorded I record everything that I write um uh-huh. in, in some sense or another. Um, right. I'm an audio engineer by another trade. So, you know, it's a complete natural process. Right. Um, oh, well, so I'm doing these demos and I, I'm hanging out with uh, good mates of mine who are uh, music peers, uh, Jimmy Sparks and Jim McGarion who were the bass player and drummer um, friends that I'd been working with prior to the crazy, right, doing little projects here and there. Sorry, long story, longer. No, it's good. It's my good. mother always said, uh, <laughs> my mother always said, don't ask Campbell the time of day because uh, <laughs> he'll tell you how to build a watch. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we through some really cool uh, uh, stroke of luck. Yeah. Um, I ended up, um, I visited JL Hudson's daughter's house um which was right on the uh right on the water on uh in gross point yeah and um uh, i'll try to make this quicker <laughs> the um uh the gentleman who showed me the house was in charge of this estate okay um, where this original house had come and then it, it had become Mr. Ed Froelich, who was a uh, pretty much a real estate developer through the 50s and 60s and 70s. Okay. And well, blah, blah, blah. Long story longer, uh, went through the DIA and then it came back to the estate because the DIA couldn't afford it anymore. And he said, Hey, you want to come check out this house? And I was like, Absolutely. Let's go check out this house. And it's this fabulous, like, you know, mansion, like from the real time. Right. Wow. Wow. And I'm walking through the house and I'm, I'm really, you know, audio tuned, right. I'm walking through the house and I can't believe the, the house is empty, but I can't believe how good the rooms sound. So, like, <laughs> I'm, really, so I'm like, <sighs> there's <laughs> all this natural reverb and delay going on. And I'm, he's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what is this and I love, I, I love old architecture and cool stuff like that. So I managed to get to, um, that's why he even thought of me initially. So Uh he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, God, it sounds amazing. Like every room in here sounds like it's like tuned, you know? Uh And he's like, because you would hit a note and it would just sing and hold that note, like without any kind of, uh, the reflections were all true. And I, I think it was probably just luck that that worked out in the way that they designed the original house, but whatever, blah, blah, blah i'm like god i'd love to record here he's like (laughs) what do you mean you want to record it i said i'd love to record and he goes well how long would it take you and i said i don't know a couple days like you're crazy like no way would you let me do that yeah and he did he's like go ahead he he goes you know the house is going to go up for sale we got to clean up the stuff and as long as you're not like you know swinging out the tearing it apart right yeah Yeah. you absolutely give it a try yeah i <laughs> rolled all my recording gear into the house called up jimmy and jimmy who was a bass player and a and bass bass player and drummer and so look this is going to sound nuts but we want to come over and we're going to record yeah. in this space and and they're like sure why not <laughs> so we did and we ended up cutting um over like the course of three days i think well we cut the record so there were wow. uh, uh 12 songs and they just kept coming and i was like and i kept saying you want to do another one and they were like sure how's this go so wow so we and just hung out in this house for a few days and recorded all these things and the playbacks were sounding so cool we were all jazzed by it i was like maybe we should actually put this out you know and they were in agreement and you know, fast forward a year because uh-huh. uh, now the funny thing was after the, the the four days, um the gentleman who was so kind to let me use the space said, "Well, what do you do now?" And I said, "Well, now I do overdubs and vocals, and I hadn't even written all the lyric for these pieces. There were just just the know, music. Th- they were the music. I had a the, the arrangements were all there, but I didn't know what I was actually yeah. saying except in some sections, right? So, um. He's like, well, where are you going to do that? And I said, well, I don't know. I'll figure it out. And he goes, well, there's nothing going on here. Why don't you just stay and work here? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, I think after seven months, he was a little tired. Of <laughs> <laughs> so now what happened to this place? Like, So um, it actually, well, it finally went up uh, okay. for, and there was a buyer. Oh. and um, And that's when I got the call of like, time to go man (laughs) and and it was it was totally cool I mean I wasn't there like 24 7 yeah yeah in my life and all that stuff but all my gear was in one spot all the recording gear was there all the amps were there all the guitars were there it was just a matter of oh hey I've got a few hours and I'll go bop over to the house which was at the time was literally five minutes away from where I flat that I was renting Uh and went there and just would record three four hours and it down and walk away and come back a day or two later and do the whole process again and i was really allowed the 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 time to to create and once we actually finished it um i was like yeah we're we're putting this out so that was my that was the first disciples record it was called hammered and yeah
0: okay
1: and um a concept record obviously it was all written during the you know being able to process and And um deal with the stuff that was going on emotionally as well as musically. I mean, it was really fun to um discover that you know the pathways of where the song was going to take you, and we were allowed that opportunity rather than like and believe me, in my past it was like okay, three and a half minute song, four minute, you know, it varies. Yeah, Yeah. And just for timing and for studio costs and all that kind of stuff so that that was really lifted right off my shoulders and i was really allowed to be uh, a creative in the moment of creation and and i'll never be able to repay that debt in the sense of what they allowed me to to do so james blanca ed Frolik, thank you for everything that's, <laughs> in, that's awesome in being able to pro, you know because and then it was on a on a healing note like for yeah. the that we'd gone through yeah. um uh, it was really a really healthy thing and honestly if if i'd not been able to pro- i mean i would have done it anyway some other way some way i would have gotten it, out there yeah out there. because that's what i do right yeah. that's that's what we do as, as musicians and, and players and writers and we all just find our way right but to be able to have it in in such a way that i always wanted to try to make a record like that yeah was a real gift and um uh, uh, to 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 a degree of um, a gratitude I can't even explain it, yeah. it, except for the fact that it was saved it saved my bacon, mate. It really, it really did. <laughs> That's awesome. Really did. You because so uh, that that was the actual beginning. Then we started playing like, say, hey, we made a record, yeah. play out, and we started doing some dates, and then boom, then this magic pandemic happened. <laughs> So that was like, oh man, okay. Yeah. Well, it's kind of you know uh, putting a, a, a little bit of a, a let's hitch. put the K bash on now. Hitch, good, yeah, good instead good of putting a, a, a hitch yeah. in my. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, you're when you were talking about the, uh, you know, I'd listened to to hammered, um, you know, Thank after you. you'd sent me that in, and and I love that album too. It it's um, seems a little more. Um, you know there's a little more of an edge to it um, but now knowing this story is is important because then I can go back and kind of listen to it because it sounds great. I mean you. you know it's it's recorded um, you know the uh, the mix is great you know how it sounds is really good, you know not just the music itself but the the sound of it and knowing that story is it, I think it's important you know because then you can go back and go, oh wow, this is you know you can almost envision, you can you can see you guys you know in that you know this room in this big mansion and kind of visualize that whole process so it,
1: right and I, i'm a big fan of that era of rock and roll clearly because yeah, yeah. everything i do is i'm influenced by that kind of stuff right yeah so, and i always saw them you know recording in organic places and yeah. being an audio guy i'm always attuned to that i walk into a room i know like I can feel the sound pressure level. It's just one of those things. I'm a, yeah. I'm an idiot in most things, but I'm a, I'm a savant. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that, or so I'm told. So um, uh, I always wanted to make a record with a real natural environment, with real natural sounds and um, you know, not just the, as we, as we do, if and, yeah. You've made recordings. You've made records. Yep. You, which I'm, I'm talking about. You go into a studio and it's very. The studio may sound good and and but it all it tends to all be a science experiment at some times because you're adding all of these artificial elements to it. Yeah, um, yeah. Though they sound beautiful and they're great. Yeah. Still, to me, being like some joker purist, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, and you know, we're all trying to recreate these kind of sounds. Why do we have to do it in a box? Why can't we capture it for yeah. real? So, you know, I, I did the drum kit with like three mics, right? Unhammered. It was just in the whole Glenn's Glenn Johns thing, yeah. right? Two overheads and a kick drum. And Actually, that's a lie. I, I used a fourth mic on the snare drum, but I didn't use too much of that. That was just kind of to make um, uh, sure, a little bit more snap out of, out of the, the the sound of the snare, which Jimmy's drums were sound amazing. So I wanted to capture like that sound again going back to the uh like records um uh like Deep Purple or 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 Zeppelin, right? They recorded yeah, yeah. in in houses that sounded really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like that's that always turned me on. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I I I love the studio environment but I like to be able to create my own organic tone yeah and, uh just because it sounds different right it, it sounds like that room right and uh, i'm really into that kind of making it sound like that now you can you know you can do that with a box now and i understand that but there's something just about the 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 tonality of it being captured uh not uh, d- 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 what's the word i'm looking for the um um, to be captured organically. And yeah. I've said before. Um, so when I was doing guitar overdubs, like I did them all in this big long chamber basement, which was all concrete by, you know, 50 feet long. And mm-hmm. I read microphones all the way down this, this hallway. Oh, and wow. And recorded every channel of that. And then during the mix process was able to pull up all that tone. And, and uh, when we were mixing, Ryan Highland and I mixed the record. Um, we didn't need any, we, we barely needed anything outside of like just some overall compression on the record. And yeah. we would just put up faders. And all of a sudden the guitar went from like sounding like this to yeah. like this to like this. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what I mean? But it was right. all the same with drums and, uh, you know, the vocals were all pretty tight in, in a small little room in the basement, But blah, blah, blah. I, I, I will go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> you know, microphones and preamps. Yeah that's stuff. awesome so, yeah.
0: yeah so the new song deception is on uh yes. is, is that album out the uh no really uh, oh, yeah. mammoth and other assorted sweets well, but I also want to know about this title but like so <laughs>
1: well, let's go there first
0: so how, how did you come up with that
1: title well the title <laughs> came actually I was um I, I <laughs> <laughs> Okay, for for a long another long story. Here, <laughs> all right, <laughs> um, the the my uh, the oldest friend in the world and I, who I've known since um, I was fifteen, nice, I'm really tight, really close. Yeah, and um, uh, throughout this period of COVID and all the all the craziness and whatever. <laughs> I I um I started to to identify as a woolly mammoth <laughs> because I'm old and I'm furry and I'm almost extinct <laughs> and it was kind of a gag right, it was right. A joke. so when we started recording this next round of songs um because after we finished hammered and we tried to support it as well as we yeah. could in the realm that it was but it, I mean really it's it was a recording project to see what the next thing is and yep. and it's, it's a, just really about the creative process and wanting to work with other people that might be like-minded and want to um join in on that and they did that on Hammered too like I, I had Johnny Evans played on it Jimmy draws bar I mean so many people helped came in and did a thing on Barbara Payton. Um, she came in, um, and saying, and oh, blah, blah, blah. Just really wanted to, the disciples is really about to kind of backtrack a little bit. The disciples is really about, um, uh, collective. Right. Um, uh, though it, it, it's a play on my name, obviously. Um, but, uh, it's about just getting together with like-minded people and creating something in the moment, uh-huh. right. That's really kind of the 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 overview of what the the band's about. like when we play live, it's like, here's a structure of song, but if it goes left, we'll follow. Right. you know, right. let's go. Yeah. let's yeah. just explore that world because in this day and age, besides jam bands, that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. You, it's gotta be the three and a half minute song. It's like back, it's like back yeah. to the 50s kind of hit single thing. Yeah, you where um, really you stick to that formula
0: and you always do that and you always play it yeah, that way. We and we try to, to
1: do it, it. it like this, and it's like yeah. dude, and that's fun. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah, I, there's a couple of shorties on on <laughs> uh, on uh woolly, but um not a lot, the majority are are, um, are are longer pieces, like you know, six and eight minutes long. Right. I mean, but they were the moment, it was yeah. in the moment while the band is doing its thing. And it was a real creative thing. But um, so when we started talking about doing this next record, it was, well, let's continue to explore this, but maybe push it a little further. And the genius of digital technology is we can always edit. So let's just not worry about the recording and just explore the space <laughs> kind of like a final tap minute <laughs> right? with uh what was it what do they call that the odyssey when they, play, when they open up for the puppets yeah. it's kind of one of those spinal tap moments <laughs> so uh they're like all right and it was one of those things where i had a, a lot of material that had sat on the shelves and i i was like look i'd really like to explore this because there's there's new material that i'd written but then there was probably half a dozen other songs that never got their light of day and i thought they were good pieces so Uh kind of laid them on them uh jimmy again we started with jimmy and jimmy okay and um uh just went into um we actually tracked this one at Willis Sound. We started our basic tracks at Willis Sound out in uh just I think south of Ann Arbor. Yeah. Beautiful church, beautiful sounding room, great place where I love the sound of drums, and you know, <laughs> like a room, right? Yeah, so, same old thing. Um, with like all the records that we'd been influenced by at that time. So it was but a little more controlled, and it wasn't me engineering, right? So I didn't have to worry about mic placement and all that stuff. I just wanted to be the songwriter slash guitar player in this group and just see where like that, the, yeah. without having to worry about wearing that hat. Though I like hats. <laughs> I, I, I don't like wearing six of them at the same time. I'd rather right. like one or two. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So um, we go in and we tracked, I think we tracked like about 16 songs. Wow. Over the course of three days and that's just you know full tilt boogie it was just um you know i wanted to like get drunk and high and hang out (laughs) (laughs) yeah no let's do it let's get it done i mean that's that's it feels great let's just keep going and see what happens so um and actually out of the 16 i think eight of them were keepers the rest are not so much yeah still good but not anything that i'd want to make somebody have to listen to so listen <laughs> to this yeah no please don't make me right. be and say oh yeah it's great when <laughs> it just isn't um and uh then i took the project back to plymouth rock which is uh recordings which is where i mixed hammered with ryan okay island and um you uh, uh, we brought those in there as the material started to develop the whole concept of what that record was it started to come to uh fruition in my mind of what we were actually doing because uh-huh. i don't know what we're doing until we get there you know and it's, it's the journey and yeah you can say that about your music you can say that uh, mostly you can say it about your life right you know and i think that's really where this kind of i was free of all the trauma drama that i'd experienced now it was time to you know, be an artist again and, and yeah. not be hung up about, you know, stuff that was <laughs> on, <laughs> in my mind. Um It yeah, just other stuff that was on my mind. Right. You know, so did do. it,
0: did it feel more freeing then for you? Um this it, was, it, it started out songs?
1: that Yeah, definitely started out that way. And then to be able to revisit some of the older material with a wiser brain or wiser mind, yeah, uh, but still keeping actually, the wisdom to say be free yeah because when we're younger we tend to have to keep it all in a box right right and we get older we start to realize um that's not where it's at or it's at is discovering the freedoms yeah and being able to that's that's where the magic lies um again my my uh, going back to my uh, good pal who um has given me so much in the sense of um, she's a, a a fine artist herself and mm. has changed my perspective many times throughout the course of my life. <laughs> and it's always been um, better for it and more mind expanding in the sense of taking something from a different perspective. Yeah, that's and huge. Always, and always looking at something from a different perspective and being tolerant and open-minded enough to accept things that are uncomfortable for you or different, you know, it, it's, it's such a life lesson in that sense that, um, you know, I, I definitely came from something a more in a box. And now my, the way my head works is I'm cool with just about everything, barring it, you know, causing damage to somebody else. Right. But you know, if it's cool and it feels right and it's good, then, it's cool if yeah. you don't understand it that's okay it's yeah it's, you know right first no know anything it's just a part another part of the journey yeah not
0: everyone is ever gonna like totally be in sync with you you know um and that's okay you know it's totally fine and it's part you know their perception their experience with whatever you're creating could be totally different from what you intended you know but
1: that's all so that's that's part of it right Well, that's the, that's the fabulous part. That's the part I love the most is speaking of a different perspective is when some like going back to what you said, you like you wanted to know a little more insight on hammered was I'm so glad you didn't know the backstory prior to hearing the record because the record on its own is, will take you on whatever journey that that journey is. Yeah, And I explain it to you prior to you hearing that, then it's going to color everything that you're, you're, you're going to think or have your own experience with, right? It's like video killed the radio star, right? <laughs> so you, you give you, you know, through the eighties and, and people making these films about their music. And when you hear that song, the first thing most yeah. people think of is it's a visual. Oh, Hey, I remember he's playing that, like tell that, that yeah. broadcaster tell, you know, that telecaster. and that.
0: Yeah. That's always a tough thing for me because sometimes there's music where, um, it's so i don't know know it's vague like the where the where the writer was coming from is it's so open that i can't really figure out i'm curious about where they were coming from right and then there's other times where you don't it's better if you don't know because you're just like take it as you like it and you you make the experience your own but i'm Every once in a while I come into some music where I'm like, oh, I, I would I, I really wish that I knew what they were, you know, what yeah. were they feeling or what were they thinking about? What was the inspiration, you know, for this?
1: Absolutely. I love that part of it too. The the thing that I love the most though is letting the listener have their own experience with it before you cloud it with yours, because now yeah. your initial impression is already cemented in your mind. Yeah. What, now that you hear somebody else's. Uh, version of it it's like it's just kind of interesting and fun but yeah. it's never going to take away that first moment that you had right yeah yeah and that's why i'm always like um i didn't used to be i wanted to tell everyone oh this is what my song's about <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah yeah like, man i don't care
0: <laughs> i don't I think care that... what
1: my song's about i want you to have the experience and then that's it's like looking at a painting you know I mean, yeah. it's, the same, it's the same thing i really understand that now It took me, what, 50 something years to figure it out, but (laughs) I'm there now. man. Yeah, you did it. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: um, what was your inspiration to um, I mean, I know you're into uh, uh, you were or still are an audio engineer. um, But how did you get into music and and playing guitar in particular?
1: Playing guitar and, and music, I from the age of three or four was really in to records and the sound of records nice uh, my um my uh my dad who was uh an artist both my parents were artists in their own way but my dad actually was a um more commercial artist okay but originally he was a painter as a matter of fact if you look right over this shoulder oh yeah that's, that's his. and i can't you can't see it real close but um right. that's his first painting when he was 16 oh and it's, wow it's a uh an oil painting of um elon castle number both, both my parents are from scotland, scotland? yeah uh, and, and I've been there. <laughs> have you where'd you yeah. go well uh i went to elan Don. <laughs> oh and you went there yeah <laughs> hang on a second guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i've been there went to uh edinburgh and um you know uh did part of the west Highland way and
1: so does oh that, yeah does that look familiar to you it
0: does it totally does yeah it was it was awesome there was a there was a guy uh like on that bridge uh a kid actually you know with bagpipes playing um and did he say
1: did he ask you for <laughs> <laughs> did he let you cross the bridge did yeah, you have he to did. Hop off his arms and legs <laughs>
0: yeah it's merely a flesh wound we went to the other uh because there's another cast it, i think it's doan um okay. that, where monty python was filmed you Right. Know? and uh, i think Highlander, or not highlander maybe Highlander was there too but also um outlander the series outlanders was shot there too that's um, fabulous good for you mate good yeah road, is your Jeff heritage with scott i so um tangentially like my family is like uh uh i'm czech i'm german and i'm also uh, about a quarter uh english irish scott and well, so it's, so
1: it's all Northern European, right? Yeah. OK, yeah, of course. Yeah, right. Yeah. so we're all brothers, man.
0: Yeah. So I, I actually we went to um, me and my wife went to to Scotland. Uh, I bought a kilt, you know, because we have a Marshall tartan. Uh, so I, I got the tartan. I got it right there. They shipped it back to me. Uh, I got married in that til- that kilt. Um, but uh, Fabulous. yeah, it was it was fantastic. We had a great time. Uh, it was we've been twice and each time was great. Uh, did some hiking in the Monroes, you know, and it, yeah, I, I love it there.
1: <laughs> right. me, me too. And, and when you're, you're back and I don't know, if it, obviously it might be the same for you, but when I go back there, it's like, I'm, I feel grounded. Like, I feel like I'm in the same, I'm in the right time zone. Yeah. It's one of those things that just is, I don't know if that's a thing for you, but. it uh, Yeah. It was total,
0: total feeling okay. of comfort and, um, just I don't know something about that landscape. I, I can't tell you what. I, it's a little witchy, isn't it? Yeah, it's it just is a little. Being it in is. the, being you know in the Highlands, um, especially you know around Ben Nevis, and uh, then going up into you know, like Inverness. And last time we 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 kind of ignored the East Coast, but last time we went to the Orkneys, um, that was just magical. I mean. I think everyone should go there because it's just I, I, I can't so wait. much history. I haven't
1: made it I haven't made it that far north. Yeah. Um I the on my last journey there, I made it up to as far north as Oban. Uh, right, didn't get much past that, but I've had some fabulous times there. As a matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> um some of the uh, if you look if you actually had the hardcover of uh, hammered the back. And the interior of that album is all uh Scotland. Oh, okay, cool. Which was awesome. part of the journey of that making that record, but with yeah. long longer story. <laughs> <laughs> longer story. We went back to we were talking about Wooly. But I'm so so you're you're a Scottish brethren, mate. You're a northern European <laughs> that that means anything, but there's something to be said for where your DNA is stamped and how that harmonizes with um as as it as it trickles down from my understanding and or at least my perception is that there's something about um where, wherever you're coming from when you make the connection with somebody who's from that same realm yeah there's just a little inner tuning fork that goes like, <laughs>
0: it's
1: like there's something about them so that's cool you know, so it's like i'm I, i'm uh we're brothers now. Man. <laughs> I mean, I'm brothers with everybody, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's always yeah. it's really interesting to me and, and, uh, to have that experience with, with people in general, cause I love to travel. I love to, I love to meet new people and new experiences all the time. Right. So,
0: so, so how I did your folks, of, yeah. So how did your folks, uh, influence your, your, so your
1: how business? it came back. So my dad was, um, uh, traveling a bunch when we uh, were ki- when my sister and I were kids I have an older sister five years older than me and um, she was a big music fan when you know I mean I was like four she was eight and she yeah. was really into cool music so all the com- cool music that was being produced in the you know late 60s early 70s was a pretty sweet era for right songwriters slash bands and creative music that was you know, coming yeah. out of the radio. Right. So my old man would, um, he was working in London at the time and he'd be over there for, you know, three months and then come back and, uh-huh. you know, have, you know, suitcases full of stuff. And what he always brought my sister were albums. Oh, so man! He'd go to the record stores, get the latest top of the pops of uh, what was going on in England. Yeah. and That was, you know, Cat Stevens and traffic. Yeah. And, and cream, and <laughs> I mean everything awesome. that we all listened to as we came up, right? Yeah. Listening to that stuff. The, these were like you know first presses, right? And my sister was like listening to those all the time, That's and I awesome. was totally down with listening to those things. I, I at six, I remember like literally lifting records out of their sleeves, going, <laughs> the right way to hold them, and right, you no, know, get get them on the stereo, and and. I'd, I'd go into, you know, a trance and, <laughs> and, and so ever since my very formative um, experience with, uh, with hearing music was through that pathway. And, and then there, there was great radio. Now I grew up in North Ontario, Canada. Oh, okay. Um, so, Cause my parents immigrated to Canada and then um, uh, my parents had me and my sister and I, and then, um, my parents kind of did, they were, they were creative people and had their own plans of how, you know, they wrote their own book right or, on how relationships go and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So I ended up spending my, my first 12 years in Northern Ontario, which is in the boonies in the woods, in areas that were all named after towns in Scotland, <laughs> <laughs> True, they, they call it the Halliburton Highlands is what they called it. Oh, crazy! And, uh, and it it actually parallels with Scotland if you you know true the oh, ge- like geographically geographically, yeah. So mm. um, um, it was very familiar to my mom who wanted you know to I don't know to get a get a break from my crazy old man, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you know to be on her own, but whatever, however that works. But so me and the uh, the sister and my mom, um, were constantly listening to. You know, cool records, and um, and there was a great radio station that we would dial, be able to dial in from Toronto, I, and I think it was called CFTR, if I if I recall. But it was only AM radio that we could get, and the, I mean, the top of the pops of uh, CFTR radio in Toronto was fabulous songwriting and there's yeah. still cool pop songs and you know but you're listening to burt Backrack or the the uh you know that was like top 40 or yeah. you were listening to the carpenters or the rolling stones and the beatles of course right mm-hmm. all the but all these other ones that i'd like i never knew but like all these the sense of melody and stuff and it yeah. just really spoke to me so Big music fan from a very small age. Like my kids now are the same way. They're <laughs> good. For, for listening to different things. And they have an open mind about listening to all kinds of different Anything. music. They listen to stuff that I don't listen to. Right. But I'm not going to rob them of whatever it does for them. It doesn't work for me. Right. <laughs> I, call, I call it like, uh, what do I call? I'm such a dick. I call it, I call it like Polka for the... <laughs> I call it polka for the um the hearing impaired <laughs> <laughs> when they're like, listening to you know the de- yeah de- yeah <laughs> so I always make jokes about that I mean <laughs> hey man to each his own but that's you know, right <laughs> doesn't, doesn't really uh, you know give me some melody please right. please so uh guitar playing I begged my parents for a guitar from like the age of eight till uh, eleven can I just get, can I get a guitar? No, you're not you're going to play with it. And then you would toss it to the corner and we're not making that kind of investment. Right. I was like, and then they finally made a deal with me when I was like 11, they said, if you take up a brass instrument, cause my dad was a trumpet player in the, the boys brigade in Scotland. He said, if you play trumpet for a year and could get through like a whole piece and play with the school band, we'll get your guitar. Oh, nice. And I said, okay, Louis Armstrong, <laughs> here I come. Because right? <laughs> I want to play. I was like, okay, I'll play trumpet. Let's play yeah. trumpet. So I played trumpet and then I sucked and I was terrible. And the only reason I got it was so I could get a guitar, right? <laughs> and there was, um, uh, but this is actually the beginning of my recording career because I didn't pra- go practice. You got to go practice your yeah. instrument. So I would go up in my room like on Monday I'd you know have class at whatever in, in my band class and I come home and I'd record myself right, in what doing the pat doing the shit that would drive my parents crazy and I knew it would drive them crazy, right? And then I put it on a loop. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> and took off and just to drive them nuts. And I, I think I think that's why I was doing it, but I didn't want to practice. But the same token is. This was the same way. I I think it was an afterthought that I realized. Like, yeah, oh, if I keep playing this bad stuff. They're gonna like <laughs> hate it, and right. they'll hand me, they'll hand me a guitar in like five minutes. Yeah,
0: it's like No, <laughs> we can't do anymore. <laughs>
1: and then and then, like, funnily enough, like a few years after that, I saw a Highland appliance commercial where they the kid did exactly what I did. And I always wanted royalty for that. And I thought. <laughs> somebody yeah, I was doing it. that if somebody somebody <laughs> built the story well like I did I got picked off eventually <laughs> getting out of the room and they're like you know playing this is the recording I was like well, no just listen to myself you know yeah yeah to gotta make it better right <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's crazy truth so <laughs> a year went by we did our like band concert I think it was like seventh or eighth grade and I um I got my first guitar Nice. my dad like succumb <laughs> and uh, he was working in new york at the time and brought me home a uh uh offender lead one which i still have it it's, oh you do really oh yeah oh yeah that's <laughs> like my grail Oh man. Um, it was because i that thing i played for the next 10 years it was my next it was my thing was oh my wow best. wow so and then during that period i started discovering oh wow these are instruments they like sing and resonate and they all have their own little stories inside and they relate to some people they they don't to others it, yep. it's it's kind of interesting and you're a guitar player you know what i'm talking about you'll pick <laughs> up an instrument and you'll like like all of a sudden you'll just go like you know like a... oh yeah oh and they, and you're like holy shit it's like and then all of a sudden there's like songs locked in these things yeah. and they t- they tell you where to go right yeah and then all of a sudden that that realization happened and and um i so I started collecting guitars <laughs> and then by that time i knew in my first couple of bands and i'd take whatever money that we would make on the gig and throw it in a kitty and you know right Guitars, guitars <laughs> started buying the right guitars and it was only because they spoke to me i didn't buy them because of investment i didn't yeah you know it was, it was always a connection to them and um and they i always wanted to to see what song that w- it was going to teach me because that's how it that's how this whole songwriting thing came about that's awesome but or, or came to be but uh yeah. So once that happened and they put that first guitar in my hand, it was a, uh, sorry, uh, Fender lead one was the very first one. And it was a, a limited run. They thought they were going to make a cooler Strad and whatever. It's only there's, I mean, there's a bunch of them, but yeah. n- I should say that. There's, they thought it was going to be a, a, a big um, seller and, and it just wasn't. No, it wasn't. So now they stopped production of that and now it's actually become rare. Now, not that I was all about that. And I still love the guitar and I used it. I still use it. I still, but I don't, I don't take it out of the house just in case, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's going to, they're all going to go to the kids anyway. It doesn't matter. Or <laughs> at least pay for college. Right.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Just, have you, so, really
1: have you sold things. any of your guitars? Like, do you t- know, there was a time it got, it, um, I was in a, um, a, a, uh, what do we call Americana now, I think, but it was I called it folk rock. So like yeah. I was in a band called Ashcan Van Gogh in the 80s and early 90s. and that actually that band actually gleans gleaned some success, you know, um, in the sense of working musicians. like right. we were we were supporting ourselves to to some degree um to definitely a workable degree we actually made more money selling merchandise and we learned that from billy brandt i don't do you know who billy yep. is yep local dude and billy was in an ashcan and uh mary Maguire. and um during that period of time it really started we figured out how to at least we we thought we had it figured out of how to it was a business and it was you know job. yeah yeah
0: well i mean it still <laughs> is i mean that is the key really for bands i mean because yeah you can't make any money, you know, no. anything especially, else,
1: especially now. And that's a, that's a, that's a whole, kind of a, really a sad point in, I think in our, in our, in our world, it's wonderful because now you can create your own and you have your own platform and you can be your own record yeah. company. You can do all that, but it's really hard to eat Yeah, when you're trying to do that. And the majority of people that are um, radio used to be a great thing. You know, it would turn us on to really fabulous music. Yeah. And it, now again, this is why I'm this is why I'm a woolly mammoth. <laughs> I don't right. Know. Because I you know, it's like, oh well, I remember when. Yeah. You know? yeah. But in this the forest in the sense of it being a, a creative endeavor, I don't I think that's all kind of succumb to corporate um planning in the sense of where, where they, it's not about art. It's not about music. It's about money. Right. Yeah. So how can I get, you know, 20 million uh, young teenage people to buy into this and it's got nothing zero to do with art. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a beat. It's a sound. It's a, it's a, yeah. Uh, oh, don't, but don't you there. think,
0: I mean, don't you think
1: that's always been there? I mean, <laughs> To some degree, except I th- I think it uh, yes, they always wanted to make music and they always went wanted to make money, excuse yeah. me, money for music. I totally, yes, always believe that, except they actually invested in an artist at yeah. one time. Right. In so, my opinion. And yes. and, and I don't and I want to sit here and say that there's no such thing as because uh, there are. Yeah. But it's become so homogenized and it's like the, the theory of the time now is well we don't want to deal with that guy he's a problem you know why can't I just feed in a bunch of words yeah. and and tell the computer to make a uh uh a, a, a controllable entity yeah and I will sell it to everyone and everybody will think it's great and the they're stamping Humanity out of all corporations sorry corporations yeah But you're stamping the humanity out of humanity. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it it ain't about that for human beings. We're more organic than that. We need connection and um, we need spirituality. We need um, to feel like we belong in this weird little world that we live in. And, We and it, we're getting so far and disconnect, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and disconnected from all of that stuff that, um, you know, that used to really fill my soul when I was a little kid and listening to like the Beatles or Cat Stevens, like that actually moved me as a child, right? Yeah, yeah. And there was because it was authentic, it was coming from a real place as opposed to, um, I, I, there's no, I don't hear a Cat Stevens this day and age because I don't discover them because I'm old. I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure there is one, but as far as what uh, corporations have decided that is what we should be hearing. Yeah, and I, I that sounds so pathetic to and to say that oh it's a corporation. No, it's it's just the people who are running the show the, the bean counters are not art lovers.
0: Yeah. It's kind of that mass marketing of, of the, of, like, of well, the art. We,
1: we've got peanut butter. So let's make 5 million jars of it and give it to yeah. everybody.
0: Yeah. And if it's as bland as possible, then it's going to go to over to as many people as possible. Cause it won't be as there's not that variety.
1: Right. Um, but I think that's sure. the
0: great thing about, um, you know, like there's good and there's bad things. And there's, I, I think the good thing is that we have, um, if, if you can tap into them, you know, uh, local musicians, you know, they're doing great things and, you know, they, you know, sure it's not like mega stadium or whatever, but
1: it's really true art. It, it, it really is. And, and um though I love showbiz and don't get me wrong about any of that stuff but yeah. I, and God bless everybody who's doing their thing and getting the billions that that's cool. That's yeah. great. I'm happy for you, but it's, it's there's there's parts of it which are you're losing the soul of of what's going on I um somebody uh an ex-dj posted a thing the other day saying that ai was now going to take over the whole world of djs <laughs> and not not in not in the sense of like an idea like they're yeah. actually doing doing it. it yeah and it's like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> it's like painting with like uh, invisible colors. It's yeah. like, what do what are we doing here? It's <laughs> right. about people. This isn't about like how do I knock the the DJ who wants to play his own thing yeah. on his show. That's that. Yeah. Sorry, that's um, that's not right. Yeah, not, there's something not right I, about. I, that. I, but I do
0: think it'll it'll bleed out. Like so, um, and, and what I mean by that is that there will always be paths for um the the folks that they're not going to fit into that lane right that are going to they're going to kind of bleed off the edge and there'll be people like us that are going to go oh there it is right you know so you get this mega highway of all this other well you know in the future ai generated crap that you may or may not enjoy and then there's going to be the authentic stuff and it's still good I, i just feel like it's such an innate part of our beings it is
1: unfortunately though the general public is very lazy (laughs) me probably being right at the front of that line right right and unless i get turned on to it by someone that i'm working through yeah discovery of that is 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 harder yeah now when you're an artist or a musician or whatever you are trying to get some kind of notice the avenues become very narrow in the sense of how you are going to expose yourself for lack of better terms uh, to a wider audience when the freeway <laughs> right of of whatever that is is completely overwhelming you because you're busy doing this and the the th- three jobs that you're trying to do just to like yeah you know, yeah. do what we need to do. I I it's 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 a interesting time. I really hope. Um, and it's gonna be up to us to fix it or to at least continue like you are, like you're doing now, even though it's you and me. Yeah. We're having a conversation. Maybe right. somebody will hear that conversation one day and go, I relate to that. This is yes, okay. Yeah. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of it, and maybe I should start looking for something local or something more authentic as opposed to what I'm being delivered by Spotify and it's yeah. just easy for me to just go playlist let somebody else control it and yeah. that's that's where the that's that's where the trouble starts coming right you
0: know? right yeah because you it's it's really easy to get in the car and turn on Spotify or turn on Pandora and let it like you tell it I'd like to listen to the black crows so it's going to spit out a bunch of stuff that sounds sort of like the black crows and
1: right And the, but, well you said that. great but i are going
0: to listen to that yeah i'm going <laughs> to listen
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah well you know what so, something you know you you can definitely fall into that path and then you never get to discover anything really and i know uh, you know you, you may be the same as me i know that i feel like i'm little bit different from most of my friends in that they're they're very much you know what we listen to in high school that's cool and that's that's as far as they went and i love them and i love that music still um but you know i'm always like what what else do we have out there something that sounded like you know i love judas priest so there's another band coming out now and they're doing it's not judas priest but it's something different you know you know I,
1: i i i can totally get with that I, there's a band i discovered for myself um and actually it was through because i was doing a video project and then all of a sudden i was looking for something that was shot a certain way and all of a sudden i discovered this band from la called star crawler star all right are you hip to star Crawler? no
0: i got it that, well i'm gonna go check it out
1: <laughs> kids i mean kids and they are rocking like I want to be in their band, but they <laughs> won't let some old ge- woolly mammoth <laughs> geezer. The woolly mammoth won't can't, can't get the in. The woolly mammoth geezer. To uh, that I am so enlightened by the future of rock and roll because there are kids out there who yeah. know how to yeah. do it, yeah. and they don't know nothing except for the records that they listen to, and but they're creating it, and it's coming right through them. Henry uh, Henry Cash is the guitar player in the band. Okay, he's like what twenty one now, maybe twenty two. Nice. Um, Arrow De is the singer, and she's this like really freakishly beautiful talent that uh-huh. just totally rocks my world. I they're super cool. They were just in Detroit opening oh. for uh, so it's Starcrawler, right? yes okay this a, band out it is note. it is it is i don't want to say the saviors of rock and roll but definitely <laughs> one of the saviors all right and, cool in my opinion and i'm so jazzed by the vibe because it's obviously familiar and stuff that i'm familiar with in the sound but they're taking it to another place That's because cool. they're influenced but they're doing their own thing man and That's it's awesome. like Yay. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, awesome. yeah, very, very cool. I didn't mean to take you off a of track from your from your original thing. We didn't No, it's all good. Before, right? This is but perfect. Anyway, the conversation has been fabulous. I love it.
0: It's perfect. So I did want to kind of circle back, though, on the woolly mammoth. So the deceptions out. Um, Correct. When's the, the rest the, of that coming
1: out? See, and, and that's part of this story, too, is for what I've noticed is, is that. Um, though the disciples have been playing this new material that we started recording back in twenty two. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it, it might have been late twenty-one, whatever it. Yeah. Um we'd recorded the stuff and then between uh, my life and my my real life and day gigs and being a video producer and making movies and all that stuff, um uh finishing this album has been challenging. Yeah. Uh, at, never mind the fact that it's more expensive now that I'm not engineering it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like I used to be able to just go over to the, yeah, the, do half, it. Half, right. Record when I wanted to, um, got to be a little more, um, frugal when mm-hmm. it comes to that, that particular process, but I'm Scottish. So that's com- <laughs> completely natural to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, it's been a while and it's it's been difficult to, to finish the process. And I wanted to, you know, obviously finish the whole record and then release it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, that that's just like not the way to get interest going. Just yeah, have no expectation of anything. But I mean, it'd be great to score a soundtrack deal, right. but that's going to be, you know, and it's Wooly is perfect for that kind of realm um we all say that so oh this would be really cool in a movie (laughs) and that's hence the the rest of the title which is other assorted suites is during the discovery process of making the record and recording the basic tracks and following the journey kind of wherever it went Mm -hmm. um they they really took through the course of recording, a you know, some of these songs are we, when we recorded them, they were like 12 minutes long and I knew that I was going to trim them down. Yeah. But they were different portions. Uh, they were different journeys in, in, in with the song. And so like for 35 or 38, 40 bars, the song went completely somewhere else. And then we veered it back to where it was. And it was like, Oh, that's like a suite. Those are, those are suites. That's what they call that in, you know, real music terms. Right. And i was like oh of course of course so that's that's the that's whole that's how i came in there nice so now i identify with the woolly mammoth i'm like a woolly mammoth i'm almost extinct like a woolly mammoth <laughs> and the other assorted sweets are all that journey except we spell it s w e e t s rather than sui right nice. so just based on the journey they're going <laughs> the journey. and it's all about the journey awesome right? awesome We'll so that's the again. whole story on that. So that um I've got three or two mixed in the can and one we released what a few few weeks back. Yep. The the second one's ready to go but I wanted to just see if there was even any kind of interest in where it was going cuz this record isn't a concept record like the other one was. This is this is just a the it, it's a collection of songs and, and funnily enough it actually is a it's got a theme to it in the sense I didn't realize that until after, you know, after, and everything's recorded. I just have to mix the stuff now. So um, the next one, hopefully we'll release maybe in the next couple of weeks, I'm headed back into the studio actually on Monday to start another two songs to mix those. There's, we've narrowed it down to 14. Nice. Cause we did another four songs at Plymouth, okay. right. from okay. scratch, um, And I'm just going to just, you dole know is like, i'm just yeah. gonna dole out the i'm just gonna dole them out when it's finished there will be a uh i, I will make a uh, a very limited run of uh usb high resolution <laughs> files of a usb but it's in a candy wrapper all right <laughs> awesome that's well, we- and then not only that but then we can include all the other data that's part of that record the you know there's a lot of pictures there's a lot of you know and and arty stuff not just yeah. like you know, Joshimo's camera phone um, yeah well, but you can do wonderful things on those as well but um, oh yeah yeah you can um, there's we we i thought this time to actually record like throw up video cameras and record certain things so oh nice were, so getting you know, kind of the backstory of how yeah, yeah a little bit and i'm actually going to cut that in being a filmmaker too i'm going to take all that and you know, not necessarily make a video, but at least, yeah, have but a it'll be, yeah, and um, and then lyric and the artwork, which is all very important to me, and I feel like that just doesn't exist anymore. Like, look at all the art, wonderful art you have right behind you, right? I,
0: I love, I, I love artwork, um, right, and
1: and to come, that's all part of that experience and yeah. journey being so like you're, you're looking at a cell phone with a you know, a thumbnail this size, it's yeah. like. Where's but, that art and where are those artists? where are the right? what are the you know where what are they doing and it's the, yeah, they're out there I mean they're well, they're, they're they definitely out there and I, well, so the, I um, yeah. the 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 uh, woman who designed the cover that I, I went looking for a <laughs> so Google search I want to look up Willie Mammoth. yeah Willie Mammoth art interpretations and I started going through it, and on like page like 12, I found the cover for our record. And it's this collage artist that works out of Poland. I've reached out to her nine different ways. She's <laughs> ignored me. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm using it. <laughs> it's not like you can tell me I didn't have rights. I, I'll give you all the licensing, whatever you yeah. want. Tell yeah. me, don't use it. Don't use it. Fine. But just communicate with me. Right. You know? <laughs> you know? I even did it in po- I went on Google Translate and did it in Polish. I- <laughs> anything come on anything just let me know because it totally speaks to that album cover totally speaks to everything that we were trying to do on this record and to actually come across it i'm like there's no way she can give this piss to me or give me a cease and desist whatever right right exactly it doesn't matter there's no hard copy of it anyway just delete (laughs) i know i'm done (laughs) i'll I'll draw my own there you go (laughs) Oh, okay. Did you see the? Did you see the? Cover oh yeah, up? yeah, like, it looks cool. Yeah, but definitely. It's fun. It's cool. fabulous art, and says everything to me. Yeah. Like that whole experience when I came across that and the DNA strand and the, yeah, and the big woolly and the guys like messing with it. I mean, I was like, this is exactly this is it. Thank, <laughs> thank God for the <laughs> internet. I would have never found her. Right. <laughs> I still haven't found her, but you know, right. But, uh, the art.
0: Yeah, maybe she'll listen um, to this and go, oh yeah, that's him.
1: <laughs> could be. And well, we I sent her hammered and you know, I sent a really nice letter. And I yeah. did oh. literally three different social sites, three different email accounts. And she's she must be like a pretty big cheese in some because she she gets her work published. Yeah. Um by some pretty pretty big magazines but i mean come on you ain't that big of cheese <laughs>
0: <laughs> right
1: just let me know so yes no come you know, on that's it yourself how about yeah. that like, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly that's all you gotta do just just so you know you got this whatever it's okay so i think i'll, I'll take uh, no comment as, yeah you know freedom if, if, you, if, <laughs> if, I, if i sell a billion copies which will never happen um, I'll probably hear from her attorney, okay. and then she can have the yeah. <laughs> exactly the, the, the one millionth of one penny. She yeah, can
0: have that. I'll give it. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, JC, yeah. thanks so much for being on Fans with Bands. I'm oh, a, thanks for really letting me appreciate talk it.
1: Talk. Thanks oh, for letting this me. This is fantastic. I love I it. Like, I feel like the biggest narcissist in the world right now. Oh no,
0: no, I love it because these
1: these stories are great. It's fantastic, and it's um, absolute pleasure to make a connection with you, Chuck. And I, I, you know, hope to get with you in person. Yeah, in person. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. So I've just
0: got one last question for you, please, and, please. and you probably already know what it is, uh, and that is, pineapple or
1: no pineapple on pizza? I'm gonna have to go with a hard no on that. <laughs> no. The Canadians, who I discovered liked that shit. I was like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Right. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, there's something really wrong about that. Now, that being said, keeping an open mind. Right. People, re- some people are really into like the savory and sweet.
0: Yep. that's being in I the
1: same bite. Yeah. and I'm a just old school woolly mammoth meat and potatoes guy, and yeah. I like my. Like,
0: Me too. I like to keep them separate. I like the sweets with the sweets. Now Savor there's savory.
1: sometimes with like certain Asian cuisines and stuff that all of a sudden I'm starting to develop a a, a finer taste mm-hmm. ah. for the mixtures. Yeah. But at the end of the day, and we're at, and I, I'm told that as we get older, our um our tastes tend to really get narrow. Yeah. They, yeah. And instead of, like, eating a steak, like, I mean, I'm a meat eater, (laughs) clearly. (laughs) Um, uh, They like it more well done as like, because it makes it more charred. Just word. I I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, no, me neither. (laughs) Why would you bother? Yeah. Just get get a shoe. Right. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Just chew on a shoe.
0: Yeah. So it, now you've have ruined this piece of meat here. It was it was totally fine when it was almost bloody. Or it was yes. totally bloody. Yes. It's just fine. Right. Heat it yes. up a little bit. It's good.
1: It's all good. <laughs> so that's a well. You and me will go for a steak one of these days. There you go.
0: There you go. Awesome. Well, JC, thanks again for being on Fans of Bands.
1: Absolute pleasure. My honor, and, and uh even better to be able to connect with you. I, I feel um got a little got a little more of a connection
0: going on cool awesome thanks man thank you many thanks to jc for joining me on this episode of fans of bands it was a pleasure to get to know jc and talk more about the music he is making with jc and the disciples we also talked about our shared scottish heritage how cool is that keep up to date with jc and the disciples by following their website and social media see the show notes for all the details and links These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.